Are you ready for the word today? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sabi nga ni Pastor Nikki, marami sa atin nasa Christmas mode, party mode, sabi ni Doc Ja kanina. Di ko alam kung nakakailang litsyon na kayo, wala pang kapaskuhan, pero nakakailang, uh, nakakailang party sa po ang ating napupuntahan. A caution lang mga kapatid, kailangan ang pagpipigil pagdating sa pagkain. It's important that we have this merrymaking because we are celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. But it should not be to the extent na ma-compromise yung ating kalusugan. Speaking about health, we are so happy that Brother Eboy is out of the hospital right now. Brother Eboy had a close call dahil lang kanyang heart po ay nagkaroon ng problema but by God's grace he received the prompt medical attention and here is here is here he is with us awake alert alive enthusiastic praise God for that mga kaibigan and at the same time alam ko po na sobrang nagpapanik ang mga tao kapag panahon ng kapaskuhan I don't know why it took us about three hours just to navigate Quezon City all the way to Las Piñas last night. I don't know why. People are just panicking on the streets. Nagpapanik sa mga malls, nagpapanik sa mga parties, nagpapanik sa mga kainan. And I know that we are excited because sabi nga ni Doc siya kanina, we are on the year of revenge, revenge parties. Dalawang taong napigilan ang Christmas parties ng maraming tao. But I pray that we always avoid consumerism on our side. Because the essence of Christmas is not, it's not our birthday, it's the birthday of our Lord. And so, for the last few Sundays, atin pong napagnilay-nilayan ang napakaraming thoughts when it comes to Christmas. So let me just open my, my notes here. For the last few Sundays, we have been preparing for, or we've been going through a message about the Advent. And for many people, pag Advent pong pinag-uusapan, four things come up. Love, peace, joy, hope. All of these beautiful themes that for me are representations of what Christmas is all about. Kaya meron tayong, kaya meron tayong pag-asa, kaya meron tayong kagalakan sa gitna ng kaguluhang ating dinaranas. Kaya ramdam natin ang pag-ibig ng bawat isa. Dahil inibig tayo ng Panginoon. But for the last two Sundays now, this is now the third Sunday, we have gone back to the book of Luke. And I'd like you now to go to the book of Luke. Buksan ulit natin ating mga Bible apps, ang ating mga actual Bibles like this. And just for a brief review, for the last two Sundays, nung tayo po ay nag-celebrate ng ating... ng ating anniversary, we said we have to live in the light because that is the essence of Advent. And what is, how it is to live in the light? Number one, to realize that God has lifted and favored us. That the Lord has inspired us to obey. And that the Lord has always been a generational God and all the blessings that natatanggap natin are, they are generational in nature because God is the God of our posterity. And we realize that the Lord, through the years, He has humbled us and He has filled us with many good things. And because of that, we have been taught how it is to walk in covenant. So all of these, 
we have discussed in the first Sunday of December. Last Sunday, just in case you missed church or you missed the online service, we talked about how it is to make ready a people, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. And so we, we realized that if there is one essence of Christmas, yan ang paghahanda natin sa inaalay sa atin ng Panginoon. Ano yung inaalay sa atin ng Panginoon? Number one is redemption. The Lord has, through the songs of Zechariah, reminded us that He has come to redeem the people of the Lord. And last Sunday, we spoke about how it is to experience the mercies of the Lord. Na sa kabila ng ating pagtalikod sa Kanya, sa kabila ng ating paglakad, palayo sa Kanyang presensya, the Lord has poured upon us mercies upon mercies. And because of that, we have now this access to God without fear, that we can serve Him all of our lives in righteousness and holiness. Oh, we spoke about this last Sunday. And we know that we have been delivered from our sins. As far as the east is from the west, the Lord has so far removed our transgressions from us. And the calling of the Lord, as we discussed last Sunday, is for us to be yielded before Him. Nating isuko ang ating buhay sa Kanya because that is the essence of Advent. To live in the light and to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. Today, we will be in the second chapter of the book of Luke. Out of reverence for God's Word, let us all stand up. I'd like you now to open your Bibles to the book of Luke chapter 2. We will be reading about 12 or 14 verses today, but I'll be covering the entire chapter of the book of Luke, which is about 52 verses. I will be reading from the English Standard Version. If your version is NIV, NLT, and ASV, or Tagalog version, okay lang po yan. But read along with me, even as we ponder upon the word of the Lord. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. Let's read this out loud together. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be, or should be re registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. Verse 4, and Joseph also went up to, or went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. Verse 6, and while they were there, the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn and in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over the flock by night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you 
is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Last slide. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. I have entitled this third installment of these Advent messages for us to enjoy the real essence of Advent let us learn to flow in the Spirit of the Lord shall we pray Panginoon ang kapaskuhan po ay nagkakaroon ng malalim na kahulugan dahil kayo po ang buod ang gitna ang sentro ang tunay na kahulugan ng Pasko Sa aming kapeligiran, Panginoon, as Pastor Nikki would say, maraming tao ang nalulumbay. Dahil habang ang marami ay nagdiriwang sa mga material na bagay na kanilang natatanggap, ang marami sa amin, Panginoon, ay sadlak pa rin sa kahirapan. Sadlak pa rin sa kadahupan, sa kakulangan ng buhay. But Lord, thank you for reminding us, even while we were singing our songs kanina, na kayo po ang essence ng tunay na Pasko. And for as long as your people are centered in your word, and we are standing on that immovable rock of our salvation. Alam namin, Panginoon, nang lahat ng naparito ngayong araw ay inyong lubos sa pagpapalain. Ang lahat ng nakarinig at makarinig ng pagpapahayag ng iyong salita ay makatatanggap ng lubos galing sa kapunuan ng banal na Espiritu ng Diyos. Manahan kayo, Panginoon, sa aming pagpupuri be glorified in our midst forever and ever in the name of Jesus. And everyone will say, Amen. Papurihan natin si Lord, mga kapatid. You may be seated. And why don't you just uh, put your Bibles, itab nyo lang sa Luke chapter 2 because we will be thumbing through the many verses of this wonderful chapter. Flow in the Spirit. Maganda pong makita natin na kung may enjoy natin ang buhay, it's really when we learn to abide in the unforced rhythms of grace. Na ang buhay ay hindi pilit, ang buhay ay hindi maganit, ang buhay ay hindi sapilitan. Nakikita mo ang paggalaw, ang pag ang pag-move ng banal na espiritu sa iyong kalagitnaan and whatever your circumstances are in life, you just learn to flow. Can you tell the person beside you? Flow. Okay. Dumaloy ka lang sa kapunuan ng banal na spirito. I, I chanced upon the, um, the post of Pastor Jun Rupa about a day ago. Sabi niya, gusto niyo malaman kung ano ang pang noche buena ko? Sabi niya, papers. Kasi kami po ay nasa kalagitnaan ng aming pagtatapos ng aming final paper sa aming uh, master's degree. And di ko alam ko anong naisip ng mga professor namin, ang deadline ng mga papers ay December 31, mga kapatid. So mula ngayon hanggang uh, medyanoche, wala kaming pagpapartihan kundi papers, papers, papers. Luwa na po ang aming mga mata dahil sa dami ng mga papers na kailangan naming tapusin for our, for our studies. But I have learned the secret of life. 
Kung ano man ang ibigay sa ng Panginoon, tanggapin mo ng may pagpapasalamat. Imbes na reklamo mo, pambihira naman, Paskong-Pasko, habang ang iba ay vacation mode na. Pambihira naman, habang iba ay party rito, party doon. Tayo ay nag-aaral, tayo ay nagsusulat, tayo ay maabot ng alas stress ng madaling araw. Kung yun ang attitude mo sa buhay, then you will always be resentful of the things that you are going through. Are you listening, church? But if you look at life in the prism or through the prism of gratitude, and with the eternal perspective na meron ka mga mga bagay na hindi mo naiintindihan. But God is a God of love and God is a God who is sovereign and His will is beautiful and His will is perfect. Kung ano man ang dumating sa buhay mo, you just learn to flow with the Spirit. You just learn to accept the graces that might be hidden from your eyes and yet, kung pagbibigyan mo lang ang galaw ng Spirit sa buhay mo in the passage of time, things will make sense. And you will realize you have been so privileged to be part of this great story, this great narrative that God is writing for you and for the kingdom that He is establishing upon this planet. Privileged lamang tayo to be part of that great grand narrative that God Himself is the author of. Simulan natin sa kwento ng Luke chapter 2. Sa binasa natin kanina, nagsimula tayo by recounting a historical event. I will, need, I will not need to read it again. You can read it in the PowerPoint. But it started with a historical event when the uh, great Caesar Augustus. Caesar means emperor. Okay, it's not a name. It's a title. It's an honorific. The emperor Augustus. Emperor Augustus Po is the uh, successor of Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar is his uncle. See, Julius Caesar, about 30 years before Augustus came to power, Julius Caesar was assassinated by the senators of the Republic of Rome in what we now call the Ides of March. Alam na natin yung kwento na yun, right? And Brutus plunged that dagger into the back of Julius Caesar. And because of that, there was turmoil and chaos in the whole of the kingdom of Rome, the empire of Rome. During the time, Rome was a democracy, kaya meron silang senate. And the senators became so filled with pride, nakala nila, kalebel na nila ang emperor. And so they killed Julius Caesar. One of my oratorical pieces when I was in high school was the speech of Brutus. As Caesar was valiant, I honor him, but as he was ambitious, I slew him. First prize po yun mga kaibigan ng high school ako mga kapatid. So, I, uh, that was called the Brutus speech when Caesar was slain by the senators. And so, when, when his nephew by the name of Octavius rose to the ranks to succeed the emperorship. He abolished democracy in, in Rome. And he made a one-man rule from that time on. And he gave himself the name Caesar Augustus. The same name in Luke chapter 2. He accrued unto him name. Parang mga Pope sa Rome. Hindi naman talaga Pope John Paul, hindi naman talaga Pope Francis ang kanyang pangalan. They had a different name, but when they ascend to that office, they acquire unto themselves a name. And so, Octavius acquired for himself the name Caesar Augustus. And he was known to be very, very cruel. 
He was known for his one-man iron hand rule for a good reason. Kung yung aking tiyuhin ay pinagsasaksak ng mga senador, I've got to keep myself guarded. And one of the controls that he had implemented is the regular conduct of census. Kailangan malaman niya kung sinong nakatira sa CRM Avenue, sa Nancy, sa Pilar, saan nakatira si Pastor Leo, saan nakatira si Che Morales. Kailangan alam ng emperor kung saan nakatira ang bawat tao because kailangan niya, number one, for taxation purposes. Kailangan alam ng BIR kung saan ka nakatira para wala kang lusot sa kukolektahin nilang taxes from you. And number two, for police action. The just in case, ikaw ay napagdudahan, napagsuspechahan na meron kang ginagawa against the empire, the armies of the entire imperial force will be upon your doorstep in no time. So, the first Christmas was marked with inhumanity, inhumane treatments. It was a reminder for the people of Israel that they were a besieged people. Look at that. Kung tayo ngayon sa kapaskuhan natin, nai-enjoy natin ang kalayaan na mag-fiesta, mag-party, mag-inuman, mag-out of town, kung saan-saan tayo nakakabunda, not so in the very first Christmas. And that's why the messianic expectation of the people of Israel was at its height. They were wanting the Messiah to come because this edict of Caesar Augustus was just one of the main reminders of how cruelly they had been treated all these years. At wala silang magagawa. Caesar Augustus said, everyone should register. Quirinius, the governor of Syria, said, yes, sir, yes, Caesar Augustus. And so we implemented that, and everyone had to comply. Now, before this, there was the Maccabean revolt, the Maccabees. They wanted to prove to the, uh, to the um, outsiders that they could not profane, they could not just push the Israelites over. But pretty soon, that Maccabean revolt was quenched, was quelled by the Roman authorities. And so, the Israelites, ang haba ng kanilang kwento, ang kanilang alaala ng pagiging conquered people, from the, from the Assyrians, to the Babylonians, to the Persians, to the uh, armies of Alexander the Great, the Greeks, and then the Greeks were toppled over by the Romans. And now, another of those reminder. Wala kaming pake kung mahirap para sa inyo, but kung saan kay sinilang umuwi kayo because you've got to register in the census. So it was not a trip, a field trip for Joseph and Mary to go back to Bethlehem. They were already settled in Nazareth, where Jesus eventually grew up in Nazareth. Now I've been to Israel, I have been to Holy Land, so we traveled that far. Israel is a very mountainous area, desert mga kapatid. We went to Nazareth, Para makita namin doon ang kinalakhan kung saan nag-announce, nag-announce ang angel came Mary. And Nazareth to Bethlehem is quite a hike. Even kapag nakabas na kami, it took us probably about six hours or five hours. Malayo ang Bethlehem, mga kapatid. Now imagine during that time. Donkey. With all the bandits that could attack them side from every side of the trip. Imagine during the time when Mary was already infanticipating 
ilang buwan na ang kanyang sanggol sa kanyang sinapupunan but they needed to go why because otherwise serious consequences would come what should you do if you were in that situation flow in the spirit Luke chapter 2 verse 4 we read this a while ago so Joseph went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David so maybe for Joseph it was another chore it was another task it was another command that he needed to comply and nangyari na nga ang hindi nila inaasahan maybe Joseph thought we travel this probably one night two days and then when we get there we'll just have our say name sign up and then let's go back but while they were there biglang nag labor pains si Maria while they were there she gave birth to the firstborn son and while they were there because everyone was trooping to their hometowns punong-puno ang Bethlehem ng mga tao from all over Israel to register and that's the reason why wala silang hotel na makuha there was no room in the inn and because of that they found a lowly stable and Mary the mother of Jesus gave birth to the Savior of the world in a very humble place and the very first cradle that received the baby boy who was going to be the king of the world was nothing but a lowly manger I've told you that story that again one of the most moving experiences I had when I was in the Holy Land was when we lined up in Bethlehem for about two to three hours in this old Armenian church and when we descended to the basement just for us to be shown because they claim yun daw ang manger I don't know if it's real baka commercial lang ng mga Armenian church kasi sa kabila ng Armenian church may Catholic church sabi ng mga Catholics no dito talaga ang manger ni Jesus malaking negosyo sa Bethlehem yan mga kapatid yung uh, kung saan ang real place kung kanino ka lang mapaniwala doon ka mabubudol mga kapatid alright but the fact that I saw a manger of the first century and I saw that punong-puno ng talahib and I realized this was the crib or the, the crib that held the body of Jesus Christ looked just like this it's as if God was doing everything in his power to avoid being accused that he played favorites just because the very son of God was being born into this world parang tinatanggal ng Diyos Ama ang lahat ng bahid ng pagdududa na kesyo dahil si Jesus naman yan kaya kailangan the best hospital in Bethlehem ang kanyang paglalagakan ang pinakaaba, ang pinakapangit, ang pinakamabaho, ang pinakaremote, ang mga witnesses, baka, unggoy, hayop. First point for today, mga kapatid. If we're going to really flow in the Spirit, let us learn as a people of the Lord to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. To follow the lead. It may be inconvenient. It may not be to our approval or to our liking, but if we're going to truly understand Christmas, Jesus is the model. He followed the leading of his Father in heaven. He left the heavenlies, we call it kenosis. He hinubad niya ang kanyang pagiging Diyos sa langit at siya ay nagpakatao. Followed the lead of his Father. And so it is the same for all of us. It might have been 
It might have been difficult for the people who were actors during the time of the narrative. But we knew, looking back now, may ginagawa ang Diyos. The mightiest of ruler, Caesar Augustus, never knew that he was going to be an actor in this great play that God was staging. He did not have any religious inkling. Nung kanyang pag-order ng census was for him to obey that great prophetic announcement in Micah chapter 5 verse 2 that the Savior was going to be born in Bethlehem. He did not know that, but in his heart, the Lord led him to declare a census. And because of that, Joseph went. And because Joseph was betrothed to Mary, and Mary was infanticipating, and Mary was also of David's line, they went. And because of that, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. If they did not follow the leading, hindi matutupad ang sinasabi sa the most insignificant detail can be or can lead to a great prophetic fulfillment. They just had to go. And maybe Joseph and Mary, as I said a while ago, they were saying, Isang araw lang tayo rito, pakita lang, lista lang, alis tayo A very insignificant detail. But now, looking back, we know a great prophecy was fulfilled that day. And lastly, that the most humble of beginnings can launch the greatest story of all. Na maraming bagay sa buhay mo mga kapatid. When the Lord announces to you the things that He would do to you and in you, hindi mo alam na meron palang gagawin ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. It's very insignificant. It's very humble. You don't even know that you had a role in this great grand narrative. But trust the hand of the Lord. May ginagawa siya sa buhay mo. And many years from now, when you look back, you'll realize, kaya pala. Kaya pala ako nakarating sa church. Kaya pala ako nalapitan ng ganitong kaibigan. Kaya pala narinig ko yung word na yon on that particular Sunday. Because God was going to do something in my life later on in my walk with Him. For example, I haven't told you this story yet. When I, when I lost my wife, my first wife, Bing, Pastor Albert approved that I go to the U.S. so that I could go to the church of T.D. Jakes because at the time, T.D. Jakes was having a conference on healing the brokenness. And so when I firmed up my plan to go to the U.S., I realized that my best friend from high school, Rose, was there. And so I, I phoned her and I said, I'm going to be in Texas. Sabi ko, and on this particular Sunday, I will be flying in. And uh, would you like to join me to go and visit the church of T.D. Jakes in Dallas? Now, Rose was in Houston. Dallas is about three hours away by driving. So she said yes. So we went from Houston, drove all the way to Dallas just to attend the service of T.D. Jakes. Now, at the time, my wife Rose was a choir member of a Catholic church in Houston. Now, she would go to the church of Joel Austin and Grace Church, but her passion was to serve in the Catholic church near her house. She didn't know T.D. Jakes. So we went. It was just the leading of the Lord. Because at the time, meron na kaming MU ni Rose. Mag-un na kami ni Rose. Now, I was already asking her, Anong vision mo sa buhay, Rose? And Rose would say, 
uh, well, I can see myself going home to summer when I grow old. And I said, why not now? And why can't it be the two of us pursuing the dream? So, but uh, during the time, wala pang formal naligawan because Rose had so many questions. She would say, but what about your kids? How about Luke, Rafa, and Caleb? Would they approve of me? Sabi ko, yun lang. Kasi hindi ko pa nakakausap yung aking mga anak. And she would say, how about your church in the Philippines? Would they even accept me? They love Sister Bing so much. How would they perceive of me coming to your life? And I said again, yun lang. <laughs> everything was hazy and everything was, but we just had this leading. Let's go to the church of T.D. Jakes. And on the day, when we went and we were first-timers, doon kami pinaupo sa pinakaharap. Kaya kitang-kita ko ang mga pawis ni T.D. Jakes. Kasi newcomers sa church. And on the day of all preachings, T.D. Jakes talked about the account in 1 Samuel or 2 Samuel when the Ark of the Covenant was being led back by David back to Jerusalem. And because hinawakan nung ni Uzzah, namatay si Uzzah, the, the cart was rerouted to the house of Obed. And the title of the sermon was Rerouted. And the Lord spoke through T.D. Jakes and he said, there's someone here today. And he said, no, there's a couple here today. It's the word of the Lord for you. You are being rerouted by the Lord. Sinisiko na ako ni Rose. Siguro tinimbrihan mo si T.D. Jakes na parating tayo rito. And then when the sermon finished, we came to the altar for the altar called prayers. And there's this big guy, a black guy, one of the elders of T.D. Jakes Church. He was like summoning us, you, the two of you, come, come. Siguro mga parang Lebron James ang laki. Ang liit-liit ko sa harap niya. And then he just embraced me and rose and he said, I don't know where, wala pa kaming request ng prayers namin. We were not even able to speak yet. And this black elder guy said, I don't know where you are, I don't know who, who you are, but I have a word from the Lord for you. The Lord is saying, go home to where you are from, the two of you, because you have a great work to do for the kingdom of God. Now, this is the first time that I told you that story. This guy that didn't know us from Adam, this guy that didn't know na I was trying to win the heart of Rose to come back in the Philippines or to the Philippines for me. But this guy who didn't know us from Adam gave us that leading from the Spirit. I don't know where you are from. I don't know who you are. But the word of the Lord is saying, go back, go home because you have a great work to do. That pretty much sealed everything in our love story. We didn't know yet if our kids would approve of our love story. We didn't know yet if the pastors and elders would approve of me remarrying. But because there was the leading of God, I knew maybe it would be difficult. As he, as, it had been difficult for Rose coming back to the Philippines. But she held on to that word. I held on to that word. You know the very first Sunday of Rose here in Lighthouse? Yung mga hindi kayo yun, ha? Nandito na ko po si Rose. Dito lahat ng mga taga-Lighthouse umi-exit. Ayaw ditong dumaan sa harap namin. Ang tataas sa mga kilay ng iba. And Rose was really asking, am I really meant for this place? And I just said, remember the leading of the Lord. You see, not everyone will approve of the things that you're wanting to do. Not everyone will give you a clap 
Yay! Go, go, go! Gawin mo na yan. But if you have received the leading of the Holy Spirit, it might not be clear to you, it might not be clear to the people watching your life, but if you've got the unction deep in your heart and you obey the word of the Lord in a matter of time, in due time, God will make it so clear for you and He will bring you to a space of peace that God alone will be glorified forever and ever. I don't know where you are right now. What's the leading of God in your life? What is the Lord wanting you to do? If you seek first the approval of people, if you seek first na kailangan ilike muna ng 100 likes yung Facebook post mo, or kailangan may mag-share muna ng isang libo, kailangan muna merong 100 viewers sa video mo para masabi mo, mukhang okay ang aking pinaplano. If it has not been hatched, if it has not been birthed in the quiet solitary confines of your prayer room if it has not been confirmed by the word of the lord all for the rest of your life mga kapatid you will be seeking you will be seeking the approval of men and that will lead you to nowhere but heartaches upon heartaches but if god be the center of your story you may not understand everything in the puzzle pieces you only got one puzzle piece in your hand but you say lord i don't know much but this i know and I will do it in due time. God will glorify you as you glorify His name in your life. Everyone will say, Amen. Amen. Now I have much to say about this, but time is limited. Let's go to the next. And so the Word of God continued by saying in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Do you see that? Pakibasa nga po mga kapatid. But you, anasabe? But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, you shall come forth. You shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient of days. Now, if you have read the Bible through and through, you must realize by now, mga kapatid, this is an oft-repeating theme of the Bible. Very seldom, very seldom does God use the high and the mighty to accomplish His will. Very seldom that God would tap into the flawless and the perfect person just so His will will be accomplished. More often than not, the Lord would pick up somebody who is, of not, who is of no reputation, somebody who is little known to, to, to anyone, somebody who is too little, somebody who has no stature in the society, but the Lord lifts up that person and fills that person with so much favor. Of all the clans, of all the tribes of Israel, the Lord picked up Judah. Of all the clans of Judah, the Lord picked up Bethlehem. Too little, pinakamaliit, pinaka-insignificant, and yet the Lord still chose Bethlehem. My friends, if you are still being overwhelmed by the thought na maybe hindi ako gagamitin ni Lord, dahil hindi naman ako ganito, and your list just goes on and on and on. Hindi naman ako kasing ganyan ni ganito, hindi naman ako kasing yaman ni ganyan, hindi naman ako kasing aral ni ganito. If you are thinking too little of yourself, be excited. Why? Because the Lord always look at looks at those people who think they're too little because in the littleness of your life that's where the bigness of God is magnified and the glory is never to you but to God alone 
Come on, you can do better than that, mga kaibigan. And so, Jesus was birthed in Bethlehem. Balik tayo sa Luke chapter 2. Verse 8. In that same region, as we read a while ago, there were shepherds out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. But the angel said to, him, to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. There will be, that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and living or lying in a manger. Which brings me to my second point for today. If you'd like to flow with the Spirit, Learn to appreciate, learn to love the ordinary. Learn to love the ordinary. Of all people na bibisitahin ng mga anghel, the angel couldn't have appeared in the courts of Herod during the time. He would have told the king, hey, wake up because your savior now has been birthed in Bethlehem. He could have appeared to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Sanhedrins and the teachers of the law. Hey, all of your prophetic teachings, it has now come to fulfillment. He could have appeared before the educated people and the rich merchants who could employ now their resources so that the good news would be shared by as many people in a very short span of time. But of all people, the angel chose the shepherds. The most ordinary of people in the totem pole of the society of Middle East, most of all in Israel, sa kanilang hierarchy, sa kanilang lipunan, kung saan ang mga pinakamatatayog ay ang mga pare, ang mga general, ang mga mayayaman, ang mga merchants, ang pinaka-bottom of the pile would be the shepherds, the outcast. Shepherds are not even allowed. Would you believe? Shepherds are not even allowed, even if they were Jew, they were not allowed to enter the temple of the Jewish people. Why? Because they are considered to be dirty, unclean. Of all people that the angel would give the annunciation to about the birth of Jesus, it was to the shepherds out there. Shepherds who were doing what? They were doing just a simple, routinary night duty. Every time, mga kapatid, natitempt tayo. Naakala mo, napaka-ordinary ng buhay mo. It's just another job. Graveyard pa. Wala namang pumapansin sa akin. Magkano lang naman ang kita ko rito. Wala naman akong honorific, honorific titles. Wala akong ATTY. Wala akong engineer. Wala akong doctor before my name. But of all people, the Lord chose the ordinary. And maybe that's the gospel truth that God is wanting us to realize this Christmas. That the Lord, according to the Apostle Paul, has chosen the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. Because the tendency of human beings is always to glory in yourself. Kasi ako, marami tao hindi masters in psychology but masters in ecology. Kasi ako, ako ang pinakamagaling, ako ang pinakamatibay, ako ang pinakasikat. But shepherds, the most downcast of all, the most outcast of all, the most disregarded of all, it's no wonder that Moses was called by the Lord when he was shepherding 
in Midian. No wonder that the Lord called David to slay the giant in that fateful morning when he was shepherding the sheep of his father. And then Jesse said, Come, hatdan mo ng tubig at pagkain yung mga kapatid mo. Ordinary day for an ordinary child. And yet that day turned out to be, to be the day that would change the life of David forever. When you're looking at your job and you're saying, It's so ordinary. Hindi naman siya sikat. Hindi nga ako na Facebook. Hindi nga ako na po-promote. But my friends, if your heart is being called by the Lord and you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the ordinary will be extraordinary because Jesus will be that extra in your life that will make your life such a testimony for all people to glorify the Lord in. Amen? Oh, hallelujah, mga kapatid. I wrote this last night. I said, that routine night duty became a moment of theophany. What's theophany? From the word theo, God. A God encounter. The shepherds, for all of their lives, panggabi ang kanilang trabaho. Why? Because that's the time of the night when the wolves would come out, the foxes would come out, the thieves would try to steal their lamb. Pero yung gabing yun, ang ginamit ng Diyos para maka-encounter sila ng angel of the Lord. Hindi lamang yung angel, but the choir of angel that's of angels that sang Gloria in a Chelsea's Deo. Mga kaibigan, a discriminated group became the first witnesses of the birth of the Messiah. And I said here, even the lowliest of manger can be the cradle of the Most High King. Mga kapatid, what are the ordinary things in your life? Lighthouse started in very ordinary things. Sa mga bago pa lang sa Lighthouse. Lighthouse was birthed 32 years ago by a mere ordinary foot volleyball game. A volleyball game that during break times, people would swarm toward Pastor Chuck to ask for his prayers. Ordinary game, ordinary days, not in a big hall like this. They didn't have projectors like this. They didn't have spotlights like this. Ordinary games in Cuenca, inside Ayala, Alabang, that the Lord used so that the hearts of the people would be drawn to this man of God named Chuck. Quinley. And when Chuck Quinley started teaching the people of the Lord, he realized he didn't need sophisticated Levites team like this, although how we appreciate our Levites. He just said, even if there's only one person who could sing a song of praise, it's enough for us. And Pastor Albert would recall, now on his very first Sunday as a praise and worship leader, Shenong Gumigitara, ang kanyang singer, kaka-convert lang a week ago, hindi pa alam yung mga praise songs sa mga Christians, at yung naglalagay ng acetate, wala pang, wala pang uh, LCD, yung naglalagay ng acetate, baliktad pa yung, ay yung mga tao nakaganyan during the service. Ordinary beginnings of Lighthouse. But Chuck Winley started preaching repentance, just like the message of John the Baptist. If the kingdom of God will be upon us, the ordinary message is this, repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. And little did he know, there was an Iranian giant in their midst by the name of Munzur, Shiastipur. And this Iranian, who for all of his life hated Jesus in his gut, and yet his wife became a Christian. And so, nahile siya mag-attend ng lighthouse service ni Chuck Quinley with an ordinary message. Repent. And this Iranian was like, 
repent. Okay, so when he got home, he did the ordinary thing. Because Chuck Winley said, today when you go home, get a yellow pad paper, list the names of the people that you have offended, and you will be asking sorry, forgiveness from. Sabi ni Monsur, about three pages of, of that yellow pages ang kanyang nafilap. Ang daming pangalan ng kanyang inaway all of his life. So the next day, Monday, sakay siya sa kotse niya. Sabi ng driver na Pinoy, where do we go, sir? Uh, we will be asking forgiveness today, sabi ni Monsur. Ordinary person. Wait, the first in the list is you. Kasi palagi niyang minumura yung kanyang driver. Hey, guy, buddy, forgive me. I'm a Christian now. Please forgive me. And the driver said, oh, yes, sir, I forgive you. I forgive you. Okay, good. Now I'm a Christian. Let's go to another house. Knock at the door. I am Monsur. I shouted at you many times. Please forgive me. And the neighbor Nayalabang would say, oh, okay, yeah, I forgive you. And then another house. Ordinary message taken by faith by an ordinary person. That's how Lighthouse began. Nothing extraordinary, nothing na tumatambling ang pastor para lamang makapag-preach. Ordinary message, when you get it by faith, receive it by faith in your heart. Oh my friends, an ordinary beginning. The Lord can weave it into a great tapestry of a grand story where no one is glorified but God Himself. Amen? Pakiapir ngayong katabi mo, sabi mo, you're an ordinary person. That's why I love you. Because your story, your ordinary story, God can use so that His name be magnified. Are you still with me, mga kapatid? Let's go back to Luke chapter 2. If you'd like to flow in the Spirit, let's go back to chapter 2. The, the, the narrative now says, Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest. On earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. Now, you already know the meaning of glory. I have exposited in this Greek word of glory means doxa. Praises, honor, speaking of words of excellence, assigning the highest status to God. That even the angels, I bet the angels didn't understand why the darling of heaven would be birthed as a baby. But as the angels just beheld that baby in the manger, and as the angels were now announcing to the shepherds, they could not help but burst into praise. If you would like to appreciate the real essence of Christmas, my friends, let us give glory to the Lord, assign to the Lord the highest status of excellence that, is only, that only belongs to God. Nobody else in this life, nobody else in this world so deserves it but God alone. The angels understood it. So what did the shepherds do? The next verse would say, the shepherds hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they started spreading the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard this were amazed at what the shepherds told them. I underscored that word, word. It's from the Greek word, rema. Palagi niya narinig yan, di ba? Uy, nagrema sa akin yung sermon. Di ba? Palagi niya ginagamit yun. Nagrema sa akin yung word. The word rema is really the Greek word for word. 
When there is a word of faith that is being released and it resonates in your heart, it's a word made by the living voice. It's not just the sound bits that's coming out or sound bites that are coming out from the mouth of Pastor Jojo. It's the very living voice of the Spirit that is now piercing through your heart. What happens? When you receive the rema, the word of God, nothing is elicited except praise and worship amazement that you cannot help but tell people about it. I have been born again. I have seen the works of the Lord in my life. I don't know much. I, I remember when I received the Lord way back in the late 90s. And I was just overwhelmed by the graces of God that I, who was such a sinner, who was such a filthy person, would be given by God a chance to be a living sacrifice for Him. You know what I did? I took out that yellow pad again, and I started writing my brothers, my Manoy, my Manong Jay, Jib, Julian, my mom, asking them for forgiveness for being the sinful brother, for being the disobedient son. Dead my mga kapatid ko. Mga tol, sorry, peace. But one responded, my brother Jib. And he said, Kuya Jo, I read your five-page letter. Five-page talaga sa bawat kapatid. Sobrang pagsisisi sa mga kasalanan. But I just told them in that letter, but now I have given my life to Jesus. I don't know much about the Bible, but this I know, God loves me and God has forgiven me. And so I give also that Jesus unto you. And Jib would say, Kuya, ilang beses ko nang binasa ang letter mo. Iyak pa rin ako ng iyak. Many years later, my brother Jib also gave his life to the Lord. And he has been discipled. I'm waiting for the rest of my family to also make that decision. I know they love the Lord, but I'm waiting for them to make that decision. But I have made my decision. For as long as I am alive, I will make my life a living praise unto the Lord. Why? Because I have preached enough to my loved ones. I have preached enough to my friends. It's time for me to just shine the praises and the worship that is due the Lord. And I know in the right time of God, they will, He will call my family one by one. Amen? The shepherds, my friend. Come on, palapakan natin si Lord, mga kaibigan. The shepherds returned... They glorified God, they praised God, and everyone who had heard and seen, oh, were amazed by the things that they heard from the shepherds. My friends, as I wind down in this short message, if you would like to enjoy this Advent, I pray that the next coming days, we will learn to extol and sing majesty unto the Lord. That's what praise means. That we will learn to overflow in praise in everything that we do in our lives. The angels could not help but burst into their praises. The shepherds' hearts overflowed in, in the joy of that moment. And they could not help but tell people about it. And those who heard the shepherds were amazed and they became agents themselves of the good news. Thank you for the reminder kanina, Pastor Nikki. And Pastor Sha. Nitong Pasko na to, maraming family reunions ang mangyayari. I pray, as I always would exhort our children every time they would go out of the house to meet with their friends, I would say, My love, reflect and shine Jesus today in your life, okay? 
Yes, Dad. And I have the same exhortation for all of you. Sana sa mga partisan yung atinan ngayong kapaskuhan that you will reflect and shine the light of Jesus. Sa walang huntahang kwentuhan, sana hindi maritesan ang mangyayari ngayong Pasko. Hindi chismisan, hindi siraan ng puri. But sana makinig ka lang ng makinig kung ano man ang sinasabi nila. But when your turn comes, you make sure that you tell of the wondrous deeds that God has done for you this year, 2022. How God has been so good to your family. How God has favored you in the many things. How God has allowed your company to bounce back despite the pandemic. How God has been so good to our church despite the pandemic. If people of the Lord overflow in praise, mga kaibigan, lives will be changed without you knowing it. Just people hearing your testimony. Just people hearing and looking at those eyes so amazed by the movings of the Lord. Ah, mga kapatid, masasabi ng mga tao, buhay nga ang Diyos. Sa buhay mo, kapatid. But lastly, and I'd like to focus the last 10 minutes on this, is how Mary reacted to all of this. Let's go back to Mama Mary, shall we? Luke chapter 2, verse 19 would now say, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. I love this. Sa dami ng mga kaguluhang nangyari, Si Joseph napunta ng Bethlehem, ang mga angels nag, nag, nagkantahan, ang mga shepherds na amazed, ang mga tao nagkagulo sa Bethlehem because of the news of the birth of Jesus. Where was Mary in all of this? And the Bible says, Mary just pondered, treasured up all of these things in her heart. Treasured up from the word sonterio. To protect, to preserve, to defend, to preserve in memory. Oh, I exhort you today, mga kapatid. Kung merong isang meaningful way na pwede nating celebrate ang Christmas, not to be so rowdy and boisterous at all times. There will be a time for that talaga mag-video kita kung madaling araw. But I pray much of these holidays, will, we, will, we will spend pondering. Preserving in memory the things that Jesus has done for you. Pagnilay-nilayan, yan ang Tagalog nun. Na yung namnamin, na yung balik-balikan, ang lahat ng kabutihan ng Diyos sa buhay mo. Ponder is from the word sumbalio in Greek. And it means to throw together, to discuss, to consider, to meet with that you ponder upon everything that God has given you. Tomorrow morning, I'll be heading to Baguio with my nuclear family. Me, Rose, our three kids, and my mom. Just the six of us. Not because mag-uukay-ukay kami, we don't have budget for that. But we rented a house there in Baguio. Away, sabi ko may signal ba? Wala sir, sabi ko good, walang signal. Why? Because for the next three days, from 19, 20, hanggang 21, I want to take my family on a strategic planning retreat. Just the six of us. Just for us to look back at how life has been for me and Tita Mom and Luke and Rafa and Caleb. How life has been for my mom, who is a COVID survivor. I just like to go down to our knees and present to our kids again the vision of God for our family.
so that our kids, by, by God's grace, will grow up as a people that ponder, that treasure up the things that God has done for us. In this world that is wild and frenzied and hurried up, in this world that's so noisy, in this world that's always about what's the next story to tell, what's the next Facebook post to like, what's the next Instagrammable post that we will post, in this world that's always looking at the screen, in this world that's always about noise and noise and noise, it's good for you to treasure up all these things. Mama Mary, from the annunciation of the angel that you will be the handmaid of the Lord, she started treasuring up all of these things. From the angels that sang songs for the baby Jesus, for the shepherds that were amazed, Mary just treasured up all of these things. You know why, my friends? Because life can be treacherous. Life can be filled with so many unforeseen corners, unforeseen turns, and you don't know what's up ahead, mga kapatid. About four weeks ago, while the family was just having merrymaking with the pastors because the pastors were here for the LNS. And we were starting to do our video in the house. My sons, Caleb and Luke, went out for a spin. And then all of a sudden, they were calling me. Dad, nakabanga si Caleb. Hindi naman si Caleb ang nakabanga. Binanga si Caleb ng motor. And all of a sudden, that party was over. We're having fun, we're having good food. And then all of a sudden, bang, we were in the police station, we were in the hospital. Life can be like that, ladies and gentlemen. Life can be one joy-filled moments, and then all of a sudden, boom, my cancer. Boom, my heart attack. Boom, lugiang negosyo. Boom, nahak ang yung union bank. All of a sudden, life can turn. If you don't treasure up, if you don't ponder on the Word of God and deposit it richly in your heart, my friends, you can be shaken by the fickleness of this world. Koan theology is all about happiness and joy and uh, merrymaking as Christmas should be. Pero kung hindi mo lalagyan ng puwang na buhay is unpredictable because God alone is to be praised. God has not given man a glimpse of the future. Hindi mo alam kung ano mangyayari mamayang gabi or bukas. You don't have a knowledge of it. You can have strategic planning. You can guess. You can plan. But what will happen in the next one minute, we don't know. So we live it to faith. So how do we live it to faith? We leave it to faith. We ponder the Word of God in our hearts. We treasure it. Isinisiksik natin ang salita ng Diyos sa ating mga kaluluwa so that when the shakings come, you know as we know, for the last two months that we've been preaching on Luke, you are truly standing upon the rock. Amen? Give praise to the Lord, mga kaibigan. Mary treasured up all of this thing. And then on the eighth day, they had Jesus circumcised. On the 40th day, Mary brought the infant Jesus to the temple to be consecrated by the priest. And there's another narrative in the book of Luke. We are now at verse 28. There was an old man in the, in the temple. His name is Simeon. And when he saw Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, Simeon, this old man, took Jesus in his arms Praise God, and he said, Sovereign Lord, 
You have promised as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. He was talking about Jesus, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. Now, how would you have felt if you were Mary? This prophetic voice coming from an old man who spent all of his life in the, in the temple, now speaking words of prophecy towards Jesus, salvation, the glory of the people of Israel. And yet, there's more. Verse 34, Simeon blessed them, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Nagsisimula pa lang ang kwento ng Pasko. Sinasabi na kagan itong propetang si Simeon. Maria, kagiliw-giliw ang anak na yung tangan-tangan sa yung mga braso. Pero ang anak mong to, ang siyang magiging simbolo ng pagakyat at pagbagsak ng karamihan sa Israel. At ang spada, ang siya tutusok sa puso't kaluluwa mo. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. They did not react. They did not panic. They marveled. Ano kayang ibig sabihin ito? It's from the word that says, to be awestruck, to cause amazement, to regard with amazement. Oh, my friends, I pray that this Christmas season, sa mga preachings sa pakikinggan ninyo, not only from Lighthouse pastors, but from those favorite pastors of yours online, I pray that you will not be listening to pastors to be entertained, waiting for that punchline, but really waiting for that rhema, for that word, and be awestruck in amazement when that word is released unto you. That's what we need as we now await 2023, ladies and gentlemen. And as this narrative ends, we are now at verse 49. Jesus grew up as a young boy, and then you know, when he was already 12 years old, they traveled to the temple, they went to Jerusalem to again partake of the merrymaking during one of the festivities. And the story says, Jesus got separated from his parents. Sa dinami-dami ng tao because of the festival, they did not notice that Jesus was already not with them. Akala lang ni Maria at ni Jose, kasama pala na si Lord. Three days. It took them three days to realize, ha, wala pa lang ating anak. And so they hurried back, and so they searched high and low, and they found Jesus talking with the teachers of the law in the temple. And so Mary was upset, how could you do this to us, son? We were searching for you for three days. Alalang alala yung nanay. And Jesus said, why were you searching for me? Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? Very profound answer from a 12-year-old boy. The last spoken words of Jesus in his younger days. The next thing, adult na siya. Binabaptized na siya ni John the Baptist. But the last spoken words of Jesus. Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? 
Verse 50, they did not understand what was he was saying to them. And then he went down to Nazareth and he was obedient to them. But his mother, again, what's the word? Treasured all these things in her heart. Many things Mary still didn't understand. Treasured to guard properly, to thoroughly keep, to ensure final safety. He, she treasured it in her heart. So my friends, if we would like to really take advantage of the beauty of this Advent season, as for my last point today, I pray that as children of the Lord, we will walk in introspection. That's one word that is foreign to many people. Hindi na alam ng maraming tao ang ibig sabihin ng introspection. Intro, papaloob. Inspection. Inside inspection. That when life is happening to you, you just don't blurt out everything in social media. No offense meant, mga kapatid. But this I have noticed amongst some people. When you talk to them one-on-one, face-to-face, they don't have much to say. They don't reflect on life. They don't have insights about life. Talagang huhukayin mo, kapatid, ano nangyari sa buhay mo? They don't have much to say. But the person that you see in them in the Facebook is totally different. Agree? Sa tunay ni buhay, hindi makatingin sa'yo mata sa mata. Pero sa Facebook, napaka-kwela, napaka-opinionated, palaaway, lahat na lang ng pangyayari sa mundo, meron siyang opinion. Pero pagkaharap mo, walang masabi. Tapikin mo yung katabi mo. Hindi ikaw ang sinasabihan ni Pastor Jojo, mga kapatid. Why? Because many people are no longer introspective. Life just happens to them. Events just pass them by. And they don't even stop for a while and say, why did that happen to me? What could be the lesson that God must be teaching me through these events? So my friends, let me end by saying that if we are going to enjoy this Advent season, let us allow all of these divine events to take deep root in our souls and not just another event that passes us by. Sayang ang dalawat kalahating taon ng pandemya. Kung ito ililipas lamang at hindi man lang natin pagninilay-nilayan. Sa dami ng ating iniyakan, sa dami ng nawala sa atin, sa dami ng negosyong nalugi, sa daming kaperahan ang nawala, sa daming nag-aaway-aaway ng mga churches, kung hindi man lang natin ito pagninilay-nilayan and treasure all of this and ponder upon this, lilipas ang another two years, limot na natin ang pandemya, nakamove on na tayo, and yet we have not grown at all. Hindi man lang tayo nagmature because of the two years of the pandemic. Kaya may kasabihan ng mga Pilipino, tumanda pero walang pinagtandaan. Wala kang natandaan sa mga pinagdaanan mo. Walk in introspection. Remain amazed at how God courses things through you. Ikaw of all people ang ginamit ni Lord to minister to this family? Oh, remain amazed at that. You are but a shepherd. Hindi ka namang kilala. But the Lord courses that ministry through your hand. Oh, remain amazed at the grace of the Lord in your life. And possess an eternal perspective so that things might make sense to you in the bigger picture. For Mary, she has been told again and again, this son of yours is unique. She has been told, this son of yours will cause the rising and the falling of many. And your own heart will be pierced. Fast forward 33 years after. And Mary was now in the foot of the cross. And Mary was now beholding the lifeless body of her son. 
And Mary was there to receive as Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea were now lowering down the body of Jesus from the cross. And Mary was the first one to might have received that lifeless body. And that inspired the Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, Pieta. And maybe 33 years after, it made sense to Mother Mary. The things that were said to her 33 years before. Your heart will be pierced. This will cost, the son of yours will cost the rising and the falling of many. But because Mary pondered on these things deep in her soul, she was prepared for that moment. She was prepared for the greatest heartache that a mother could ever receive. Why? Because she learned to flow in the Spirit of the Lord. I pray, mga kapatid, as we wind down and we have the praise and worship team with us. In this Advent, mga kapatid, let's follow the leading of the Lord. Just like Joseph, he went because they were being led to Bethlehem. There are many things in your life that still wouldn't make sense. Just follow the lead. It will make sense in due time. Amen? Learn to love the ordinary. Oh, the shepherds, they were just out on a night duty. They were still the least in the society. They were doing the ordinary things. But because they embraced that shepherd's heart, the angel thought it best to reveal the birth of the Messiah to them because the person and the baby in the major was going to be the shepherd of Israel. Love the ordinary. Overflow in praise. If you receive that rema, if you receive that word, don't keep it to yourself. Share it to as many people. Remain amazed at the revelations that you have received. Overflow in thanksgiving. Ikwento mo ang kwento ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. And when you do that, my friends, oh, letter W, you learn. Can you click that, please? You learn to walk in introspection. Pakiklik na lang, gracia, please. You learn to walk in introspection. You treasure up all of these things in your heart. Luke chapter 1, verses, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 52. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us all rise, mga kapatid. By Saturday, we'll be having our Christmas Eve service. Pastor Leo will share the word at night. The apex and the peak of the Advent will be the Christmas Eve. So I pray that you'll be here to put into conclusion this sermon series that we have began three Sundays ago. But today, my friend, as we worship the Lord, and you would like to respond to the rema, to the word that has been given unto you. And you would like to say, Lord, yes, I want to flow in your spirit. There are many things that are happening in your life right now. Still many questions remain unanswered. Magti-2023 na, wala pa rin kaming strategic direction sa aming company. Wala pa rin kaming strategic plan ng aming family. Or maybe my ministry, I still don't know what will happen next year. 
Today, the Word of God says, learn to flow. Just flow. Let it be. Kung meron kang hindi naintindihan, huwag mo munang piliting intindihin. Just follow the lead. Embrace the ordinary things. Kung ano pinapagawa ni Lord sa ngayon, hindi man siya pang broadcast level, just do it. And before you know it, my friends, makikita mo, your hearts will be filled with so much thanksgiving unto the Lord. As you treasure all of this in your heart, you will learn to learn, you will learn to flow more freely in the moving of the Spirit in your life. Emmanuel, God is with us. Such a beautiful promise, Lord, na no matter what life brings, no matter how dark the valleys can turn, no matter how deep the journey can be, God is with us, and it shall be so forever and ever for those that you have chosen in this journey of faith. Salamat din, Panginoon, na bago kayo umakyat ng langit. Kayo po ay nagbigay ng pangako na inyong ipapadala ang Comforter, the Holy Spirit of God, to comfort us in all the things that we would be going through. And you said in your word, Lord, the Spirit will remind you of everything that I have taught you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for always being with us. Salamat, Lord, na the Christmas story happened 2,000 years ago, but the Christmas narrative is always in our heart as fresh as it is right now being implanted in our souls. Only you, Holy Spirit, can do that. In this coming celebrations of Christmas, O oh Lord, may we, may we be like Mary, who learned to ponder and treasure up all these events in our hearts. May we be a people that walk in introspection in our lives. Because Lord, every time we will think and we will think of the things that you have done, our mouths shall just overflow in thanksgiving. Napakaraming yung ginawa sa buhay namin, Panginoon. You have astounded us. You have amazed us. You have touched us to the core of our souls that no one else can do. Salamat, Lord, for that. And allow every one of us here, O oh Lord, to not disdain the small beginnings ang mga ordinaryong bagay na ipinapagawa niyo po sa amin. Because now we have been reminded, reminded that if a manger can be the cradle of the Most High, if the shepherds can be the first witnesses, so you too can make use of our ordinary lives and make it extraordinary by your grace. But in all of this, Lord, allow us to be a people that really know to follow your voice. You said in your word that if you truly love me, you will obey my voice. Lord, allow your children to have this sensitivity in the spirit. So that, Lord, even in the midst of the chaos and the parties and the noises, 
in the midst of consumerism and materialism that has unfortunately characterized Christmas these days, that we will discern your voice, O Lord, and we will follow your lead. Teach us, O Lord, to flow in the power of your Spirit. As we give you glory and honor and praise, for you alone deserve all of them. Lift up your hands now, Lighthouse family, and may the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord make His face shine upon all of you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. Yes, may the Lord lift His countenance towards all of us. May the Lord grant us His peace, the promise of the angels, the glory of the Lord, and the peace of God to those in whom the favor of God rests. We receive that today, Father, as we worship you in thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. And everyone will say, Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. I will see you Christmas Eve service.